Hey guys, this is Mindcast with your host, Kevin Seaman, where we talk about what's going on in your head. Hi, welcome to Mindcast. My name is Kevin Seaman. I am, among other things, a mental performance coach, a professional speaker, and an author of three books on the subject. What Mindcast is about is exposing you to the most powerful results-focused principles and strategies I've learned on how to use your mind to increase your performance in your life and ultimately improve your outcome. I started learning about personal development and how to increase performance in myself and others a couple of decades ago. Most of my experience came from the years of coaching athletes in combat sports, high-level professional athletes, business founders and CEOs, and Ivy League geniuses, where I taught my approach for years at Cornell University. And I wrote a book called The Winning Mindset, which is publicly acclaimed and sold in 76 countries. Welcome to this 35th episode of Mindcast, entitled Get Real. As the sweat rolled down my back, I was in a state of emotional desperation to accomplish my next goal at breakneck speed. And with precision, I focused with an intensity that few can realize. My objective? To get the order for this next meal out. At 20 years old as a production cook in a high-volume restaurant, I'd been on my own since I was 17, and I busted my butt like this every night. I would work in 90-plus degree temperatures, slinging scalding oils, slicing and chopping foods at an insane pace, and literally running from broiler to oven to saute pan for several hours straight. When I was done with my shift, I would go back to my lonely studio apartment in Isla Vista and sit in a daze. One night, I just couldn't sleep. I looked in my junk drawer and then under the cushions in my couch, see if I could find some change for a coffee and a donut, and hit the streets. Usually I would go out and walk the streets aimlessly, trying to figure out how I was going to make it from paycheck to paycheck. I was walking down this dark street. I was racking my brain as to who could help me. Then it hit me. I wasn't going to make it. And no one was coming to the rescue. If I was going to get out of this enslaved rut, I was going to have to find a way on my own. I had hit rock bottom emotionally, and I needed to find a way to get myself out of this hamster wheel and really succeed. I went to the local library and I read any magazines I could find on success. I read whatever I could find out about other people and how other people had been successful And how I could do that too. That's when I first started studying how other people have made it. I mean, they have to leave clues, right? Well, a couple years went by and things started going really well for me. Then, a couple years later, I started my own restaurant, now at 24 years old in Santa Barbara, California. And I started making some serious headway. The only way I was able to do this was by having a partner and scraping every dime I had and even using advances on credit cards. What a crazy risk that was. I spent every penny on this venture. My business was doing really well for a few years, and then it hit. We lost our lease due to the building being sold. 
I was furious. I contacted an attorney, and I lost more money trying to fight this. I knew I didn't have the capital to recover, pack up, and start in a new location. The Spumoni had hit the fan, and we closed our doors. I had lost everything. I was distraught. I filed bankruptcy, and I went into the shadows. Then this happened. I moved to upstate New York with my former partner and started trying to put my life back together. Here I was, back working in the kitchen again, this time for almost minimum wage. I didn't even have transportation to get to work. This time, I had really hit rock bottom. This time, it was emotionally, financially, and physically. I started drinking and partying to forget my problems. I started to gain weight and get out of shape. I lost all interest in my self-improvement. I had no car, a crappy job, and lived in a farmhouse where I rented a room. Depression was creeping into my life, and I didn't care. I was so distraught and disgusted with my situation that I started thinking about what had led me to this place in my life. I mean, I was ready to give up. Did I give up? No. I wanted to, but I knew if I could do this once, I could do it again. That voice in my head told me to get it together. I had to start over from scratch. And once again, I started studying as much as I could about people who succeed. This sparked something in me that was very familiar. And I kept telling myself, if I could do this once, I could do it again. I started studying the science of personal development in more depth and learned the magic found in doing things that made the biggest impact on my success. Everything was right there in my mind. You mean like psychological stuff? Yes. As crazy as this sounds, I learned how to communicate with myself more effectively. That magnified my confidence, and that compounded my success astronomically. It ignited something in me that day that changed me forever. I started reading everything I could find on profound knowledge, personal development, self-talk, and get this, the science of NLP. What's NLP? It's Neuro Linguistic Programming, a form of internal communication developed by a communications expert and an authority on linguistics. It literally teaches you to communicate what you want to yourself and directs your subconscious to help you achieve it. I was so much happier. I saved my money and I started another business. And I decided to live life to its fullest. I don't know if it's perfect, but I have a pretty great life. How did I do that? By using positive thinking. Now, I'm all for being positive and stuff, but come on. How can that change your life so dramatically? Being positive is important, but that's not enough. I'm talking about reprogramming yourself, developing strategic plans, and then taking action to accomplish 10 times what you ever have. The crazy thing is, I usually accomplish more in one week than most people do in a year. It is your mind that will get you the kind of results you deserve in your life. That's how I got to this point in my life, and I will never turn back, ever. 
This is very powerful stuff. So work smarter, not harder. Profound knowledge, communicate more effectively, strategic plans. What? How crazy is that? Crazy smart, that's how. That was the secret, and I found it. I got serious. I studied with some of the top coaches. I read over 200 books on the subject. I worked at it. I began a regimen of goal-setting and achievement that changed the direction of my life. I was persistent, and I started to see results. Real results. Decades later, I no longer work in a hot kitchen. I am the founder and CEO of my own business. I work for myself, and I have a pretty good life. I've achieved eight black belt levels in seven different martial arts. I've become a world champion. I've written five books, produced several programs, and I am happier than I've ever been. I'm healthy. I make a comfortable income. I have a great marriage. And this is the most amazing part. I do what I love for a living. Now in my 60s, I coach people online and in person. And I travel around the world coaching and teaching people how to achieve greater success and happiness in their life using the technology I have discovered. When I was a kid, I always wondered why some people seemed to have all the luck. It just appeared as though they always succeeded. And I wondered why I wasn't blessed with this amazing aptitude, this unusual gift. I wanted so badly to be successful at things in the same way that I began to study these unique individuals and emulate their qualities. I was driven with the mentality that if I tried to be like them, I would eventually have the same results. In many instances, I began to achieve things I never thought I was capable of. As bizarre as it sounds, this crude form of modeling is effective. It is so effective that we as toddlers begin to do exactly that, using our parents as models. Later, as we are exposed to other influences, we begin to get a stream of models that we are exposed to, many times with conflicting and contradictory images and protocols. At this point, many of us have begun to shape our character to a degree where we are not aware of just how influential these entities, these actual models, are. A man is literally what he thinks about most of the time. James Allen So how did I become what I wanted to be? Those of you that know me well know that I surround myself with people much more experienced than me in order to learn from their accomplishments, and even more from their mistakes. I decided I would watch what the best people I knew did and emulate them where needed. I thought if they were that good, it must be because of who they are, who they've become. If that is true then I will succeed in the same ways if I do what they do, if I act as they do. Guess what? It works. But be careful, it works both ways. Here's what I figured out. If you act as though you're a champion inside, you'll become pushed in the direction of greatness. However, if you act as though you're a scoundrel, you begin to think and become a predatory or parasitic entity. You become what you think about most of the time. I love this quote by Aldous Huxley. Experience is not what happens to a man. It is what a man does with what happens to him. 
So get real. No one's coming to the rescue. There's no knight in shining armor coming to help you. You're on your own. And if you don't get your butt in gear and take action in the direction of what will be in your best interest long term, why would anybody else? Everyone has their own best interest at heart, first and foremost. No one will take care of you or interact on your behalf if you don't put the effort into doing it yourself. Nothing magical is going to happen. I highly doubt you'll suddenly win the lottery or meet that one person by chance that acts as your savior. Get real, because the reality is, it's all you. And even if you do the right things, that does not guarantee your success. But I guarantee you'll be way better off than you will be if you don't. Make your own luck. Save yourself. Here's just a little more of what I've learned. You'll never please everyone. You're going to be criticized, dissed, and talked about no matter what you do. If you believe in what you're doing and what you're thinking, don't worry about what others say or think about you. Be you. I heard a great line once. What others think about me is none of my business. Strive to be the best version of you. Good or bad, there are always consequences for every action. We are always free to make our own decisions, but we are never free of the consequences of those decisions. Realize this and you'll be better at choosing what decisions and actions to take in your life to make things better rather than worse. You will receive consequences for every action, some good and some bad. Treat consequences as not just a result, but as feedback. As one of the world's brilliant physicists, Sir Isaac Newton said, for every action, there is a reaction. The next one, take responsibility for your actions. We realize we can limit our risk factors, but we cannot control how or when we may be challenged. We can, however, control how we will respond. People who are highly skilled at problem solving possess the ability to respond quickly and effectively when faced with a challenge or a problem. They demonstrate high levels of response ability on a daily basis. This is one of the most valuable skills you can possess. Contrast this with most people's inability to control their emotional responses. Many people start with the belief that they are victims, that things happen to them, and that things are beyond their control. People who feel this way operate from an external locus of control. They feel that when things happen, it's because of their environment, their boss, the government, other controlling forces outside of themselves. It's not their fault. It's because of blank. They want others to change. They want the world to change, but they themselves don't want to change. People with this outlook tend to be average to below average achievers. Don't fall into this cycle. Take and keep control of your outcome. On the other hand, people who feel that they are in control of their lives take control. They believe that if they are to succeed, it's up to them to make it happen. These individuals possess a powerful internal locus of control. They take action, and they take full responsibility for their actions or inactions. 
People with an internal locus of control tend to be low-stress, high-performance personalities. They are empowered because they know they and only they are responsible for their outcome. Here's something else I learned. Failing does not mean you're a failure. Failing is something that terrifies most people. They look at it as a negative thing. Here's the reality. If you do your best, you may succeed, and sometimes you may fail. That is how life works. That doesn't mean you aren't good at it, haven't got the aptitude, or generally just suck. It just means you need to adjust your approach. One of the world's leading record holders for goals in hockey was once quoted saying, you miss every shot you don't take. Yet few people realize that Wayne Gretzky missed more than 90% of his shots. Whatever it is that you want to accomplish, the most important step is action. Many times people fail to take action because they're afraid to fail. I've also failed at some things many more times than I've succeeded and view failure as a very important part of the learning process and the progression to excellence. In fact, it's an essential part of eventual success. I have to tell you, I'm really good at failing. I've been beat down physically, disrespected, emotionally betrayed, dealt defeat, laughed at, put down, ridiculed, ripped off, financially crushed, and told I would never be able to do what I love. I have persevered and never given up nor will I ever give up. I don't see failure as an ending. I see it as an essential step to long-term success, not a sign I should quit. If anything, I see it as a sign I should be more persistent, use the feedback, and reapproach the objective differently to improve my results. Once you adjust and reframe your perception of failure from one of finality to the progression and natural process towards ultimate success that it is, you will embrace failure and not fear it. I told myself this years ago, and I'm telling anyone that needs to hear it. Get it together. If you want to be great, think great thoughts and perform with greatness. Be the change you want to see in the world. The world is full of mediocrity. The majority of the products we consume are mediocre. The service we receive by companies is, for the most part, just mediocre. Most of the competition you have in the job market is, at best, mediocre. I remember one of the smartest people I've ever known telling me, Kevin, it's never crowded at the top. It's crazy crowded in the middle where most people are, and really crowded at the bottom. But at the top, there's plenty of room for individuals that want to put in the extra effort to stand out, and to be extraordinary. So that should always be your goal, to be one of the top people in your field. Stand out amongst the masses. That one thing I learned a long time ago, it's never crowded at the top, is one of the most valuable lessons I've ever been taught. If you put in the time to become a little better each day, a little more skilled, a little stronger, you will be above the status quo. You will be unique and you will be rewarded congruently for your action. We all have low energy days. When you feel lazy or you don't want to do something, 
Tell yourself what you really want because your mind will lie to you. It will try to tell you all the reasons that you won't succeed. Do it anyway. If you do nothing, you deserve relatively the same. Nothing. It's your actions, not your thoughts, that define who you are as a person. You can think about all the great things you should or could do, but ultimately it is what you actually do that defines who you are as a person. Your character is determined by what you actually do, not by what you think or daydream about. If you think great thoughts but perform with mediocrity, less than great will be your end result. Be the anomaly. Become the model. Set the new standard. Develop yourself, take action, and begin now. Do the things that you can do to live your life to the fullest and work each day to improve yourself and your outcome. Don't believe me? Try it yourself. You'll be shocked at your results. This MindCast podcast is a product of taking action. I'm sitting at a table in my house recording this on my laptop using a Yeti mic and GarageBand. I'm the writer, artist, producer, and editor. I now have 7,000 listeners. I taught myself how to do this. I started this podcast when my wife said to me, you really need to do a podcast. She was right. And she's always had my back. Thank you. Also, I want to thank my sponsor of MindCast, the fine people at Dolorex CBD Products. Share this with your friends and be sure to follow me. I'm going to leave you with this quote I love from Kai Green. If people aren't laughing at your goals, your goals are too small. So get real and get it together. Until next time, this is Kevin Seaman, and this is Mindcast.